0: This episode of the Miss Adventurous podcast is my tips of how to tap out of comparison mode. Welcome to Miss Adventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. So we've all been there, right? scrolling down the endless scroll either on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and just looking at someone else's life. Doesn't it look good? Doesn't it look shiny? How lovely does this person's life look? Plain example, any of the Kardashians. I have unfollowed the majority of them because I get so jealous and start comparing my life to the name brands that they have all the amazing flowers that they have in the background not even of their incredible beautiful houses because that shit is just unreal and un and ridiculous for me to even know that it exists I know that they want to share that but for me I recognize that that ain't healthy for me to be seeing and and that's just it right we are seeing their highlight reel. Now, I have spoken a lot about making social media not just the highlight reel, but let's face it, it is and a lot of people these days have been affected by that you know they only post things that are going to go and get likes and Gary V is actually doing some really awesome research on how it's changed the behavior of a lot of social media influencers, and how he's actually quite happy that the like counter on Instagram has been taken away because it helps people big muscle guys who post pictures with their shirts off who want to talk about things other than their muscles they're only posting pictures of their muscles because they know it gets the most likes and it's the same thing when you go back to just doing it in real life it's for people who dress up the way they do all the time and they look really good and they feel like they can't do or be anything else because they know that they're going to get a certain amount of attention or they're going to get an incredible amount or they're going to get what they want if they dress and act a certain way and we all know that's not healthy right now, I'm taking it back to the internet because we've all got a phone. I'm pretty sure you're listening to this on your phone right now, whether you're in the car or you're going for a walk. Shout out to you. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. I really, really appreciate it. And I don't think I say it that much. I appreciate you being here and tuning in and letting me into your ears every week. You have no idea how much it means to me that you are listening to this. And thank you. Anyway, back to the content and what I'm actually talking about. Comparison, right? It happens to the best of us and Theodore Roosevelt. Now, this is how old this concept and this theory is. Theodore Roosevelt, yes, the 26th American president back in the late 1800s. He said, comparison is the thief of joy. And when you think about it, yep. That makes sense because when you compare what you have and you look at someone else's life like a Kardashian and you go, why don't I have that? Why don't I have all the beautiful flowers in the background of their house? Why don't I have an incredibly cute, chubby little chocolate baby? Why don't I have someone to do my hair every single week and someone to do my makeup every single day? Well, asking all those questions are not going to give you anything positive or or joyful because all you're doing is focusing on someone else's life and not looking at your own. So with Theodore Roosevelt's words in mind, I'd like to tell you a story about how comparison stole my joy just last week and It started at the start of the day. Usually, I'm pretty good. I try not to get onto social media. This is get onto Facebook, get onto Instagram or get onto Twitter. And I try not to look at those social medias until well into the day. Maybe like midday, once I've exercised or I've woken up and done my morning ritual. I've, you know, started at work. I've put some really awesome things in order. I try not to look at social media before I've achieved something with my day. And this one day, it definitely didn't happen. I picked up my phone in bed, which is another thing I really, really try not to do. But I picked it up and I was looking at Airbnb because I'm airbnb my house out. But then I also just was like, oh, I've got some time to kill. Yeah, I'll get on Facebook and I'll have a look. And I started scrolling and I saw lots of pictures of other people's lives, people were celebrating. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. they're doing that. What am I doing again? And I didn't and I didn't think anything else of it. I got out of bed and carried on with my day. and I went and did a whole bunch of other stuff, scrolled and checked Instagram this time, and then had a bit of a scroll, looked at a few people's Instagram stories, and again, I was hit with that pang of jealousy. oh why can't I have those incredible abs? And then the moment went away. This is only two times in the day where I'm thinking like, oh, why can't I? And I think that language is really terrible when you're thinking about yourself. Why can't I? You need to be switching that if you are thinking, why can't I? And changing that language to how can I? Rather than Why can't I? Because how can I means that it is possible for you to get what you desire depending on whether or not it's something that you really desire. So having flowers in the back of my life, my Instagram stories, I do not desire. So I shouldn't be asking why can't I have those flowers? Do you see how silly and ridiculous this is? So my day continued and I ended up coming back home a little bit earlier than I'd expected and I was just bored. I had nothing to do. I was like, I've got some free time. I'm going to scroll again. And it made me realize that when I'm bored, I scroll. And that is probably the worst thing I can do because I was at home. I was scrolling. I was comparing my life to other people's lives in their highlight reels and I felt bad. And that feeling on top of the other feelings that I'd felt throughout the day, it pushed me into looking in the cupboard because I know I am an emotional eater, right? So what I did is I went through the cupboard and ate all of the junk food. And thank God we don't actually have that much junk food in the house, but I definitely managed to find what we had left and I ate pretty much all of it. I think there's like two squares of maltese chocolate, which I can't even eat as a celiac anyway, but I was in such an emotionally down and drained state that I was looking for food to comfort me. And I know this isn't good because I was feeling so super sick by the end of it and while I'm scrolling and looking at everyone having booze and enjoying their Friday nights I'm sitting at home going oh I don't feel very good because I've eaten and it was just this downward terrible cycle that I didn't come out of until I sat down later that night and journaled And this is what I journaled and this is what I want to share with you because I believe this stuff is important to share because I know I'm not the only person that has been through this, probably even this week, probably even today. But it made me realize that if I come up with this stuff and it helps me, then it can help you too. So here are my three tips for combating comparison mode. Number one is turn comparison into compassion. Now I don't mean compassion in the pity party that you're already currently sitting in. I mean give yourself a little bit of compassion. Give yourself a break and recognize that this is all just you being in comparison mode. So turn that comparison into compassion for you and for where you are Right now, and this can come in so many different forms, but I think the main thing that you should be doing is just pulling yourself out of that situation, logging out of Facebook, logging out of Instagram, and going and meditating for a bit, going for a walk, just taking your mind away from that and giving yourself the compassion and the self love that you clearly need if you're anything like me and you're reaching for Afghan cookies, which are incredible and out of date. So really, you've got to think about these things, and clearly I was just in this, like not even a hungry day, I was emotional and reaching for comfort. So by giving myself that comfort in food, I was not providing myself the comfort that I really needed to provide, which was doing other things for myself, like speaking to myself better, changing the language that I have against myself instead of it being why can't I, changing it to the how can I or how can we or where can I go to do something about this? Who can I talk to? Asking those sorts of questions Is a form of your own self compassion. And then once you're finished giving yourself compassion, give it to others. Namely, the people that you have in your mind, the people that you're comparing your life to because you are only seeing their highlight reel. You don't know how hard they had to work to get those flowers in the background. You don't know how much they had to pay for those flowers. Do you want to? I probably do not. And this is why it's important to give yourself the compassion first to recognize it. you don't need the flowers but then also give the compassion to the other people who have probably paid an extortionate amount for some flowers in the back of an Instagram story. It's giving that compassion. It's changing that comparison into compassion for you and others. Now, my second tip is is to get really critical of your social media use. And throughout that story, I am well aware of my own social media use. And I have already put things in place, like the habit of not checking social media until after lunch, until I've had a great day and I've managed to achieve something. And yes, okay, there are days where that clearly doesn't happen. But I think it's really important for you to recognize your own social media behavior and then do something about it. And there's really cool apps. If you are an Android user, which I am, you can download the Moments app, which is a screen time tracker, and it will actually run in the background of your phone. So you can see how much time you're spending on social media. Or if you're an iPhone user, I believe that it already does that for you. How cool is that? Because the first step into changing your behavior is recognizing what the behavior is. What time do you normally get onto social media? Is that a time where you start snacking uncontrollably like me? If those two things are related, well, you might have a solution as to why you're emotional eating. Well, I definitely do. My third and final, and this isn't final because there's so many other ways that you can combat comparison. But my third and final tip for combating comparison is to practice Gratitude. Now, Jay Shetty said it perfectly in his latest podcast, which is called How to Tune Into Your Own Intuition to Make Decisions Out of Equanimity. If you want to listen to that one after clearly you've listened to this, head on over to the show notes at tiffanyrouge.com because I will be posting them there. Or however you're listening to this, I will post the link to that episode. Now, Jay said in this episode, when you're experiencing gratitude, It is impossible for you to feel any other emotion because it's one emotion at a time and gratitude is such a powerful emotion that it just cuts off your ability for anything else to come in. So instead of grabbing a fork, a snack, a spoon for all the ice cream, grab a pen and paper and write down five things that you're grateful for in your life right now. Five things that you love about your body that you're grateful for. Five things that you love that you have done today or five things that you are really excited to do tomorrow or over the weekend. You see what I'm getting at here? Another really cool thing that you can do is to just get reflective. Sit down and think about the last time that you felt really, really, grateful for something. Maybe you're at the dinner table and your family was all around you and you actually just felt so good. I want you to go back and sit and reflect and sit in that gratitude because again, if you're experiencing gratitude, you can't experience any other emotion and therefore want to emotional eat and you know reach for the chocolate, which I'm trying really hard not to do. This is another thing that just takes you out of your own mind and gets you out of comparison mode. So if you're anything like me and you've let comparison mode steal a little bit of your joy, I hope that you can use these tips to combat it. And if you have any more, I would love to hear from you. Hit me up on Instagram, Tiffany underscore Rouge, or send me a cheeky email, T-H-G-R-O-U-G-E. Tell me your combat comparison tips. that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.